Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Back to the Bald Face Truth with John Canzano, live from the Bet MGM Sportsbook at Spirit Mountain Casino on 750 The Game. We are broadcasting today from Spirit Mountain Casino. If you're in the neighborhood, I want you to stop by. They got great restaurants out here and the sportsbook. Joining us, as he has many times, uh, U.S. Senator Ron Wyden from the state of Oregon. Uh, he uh, has been involved in sports and appeared on this show. Uh, before we get too deep into anything, uh, I want to ask you, Senator Wyden, about Bill Shonley and your relationship. Uh, like a lot of people, you knew him well. I miss him so much, and I've kept the Shonley voice message from, I think it was a few weeks ago, where he gets on the phone and he goes, Ron, Sean, make sure you protect everybody's social security. And he <laughs> went on and on and he goes, I don't really need it, but you know, you're my guy and make sure you protect it. So I think about him all the time and uh, you know, he is just the embodiment. He, he's really the vintage Oregonian. He's the person we think about I, I always remember him being willing to go with the club to a small town that wouldn't be very many people and Bill would be there telling everybody why the whole state comes together for the Blazers he was a broadcaster obviously in 77 when they won it but he really became an ambassador and I just can't, you know, I think everybody has a Bill Shonley story. Like, you know, the day after on radio and we talked about it on that Monday, everybody had an interaction. Everybody had a story. And, and you know, the thing was, I don't think anybody had a bad interaction. He was always in a good mood. Always in a good mood. And he always could read the moment. You know, he and Dottie came over to our place not too long ago uh, for for lunch in the, in the summer, and, you know, it was like all over the neighborhood, the word got out, Sean Lee's here, and everybody was laughing and smiling, and, you know, he just always read the moment and knew that, you know, Oregonians cared deeply about him and what he stood for, because he stood for Rip City. By any measure, he stood for that, and it's it's always special and it always will be. You got you got a big meeting coming up, uh, a roundtable discussion on Monday in Portland. Uh, WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert will be there to visit. Uh, what is this panel discussion about, and what's the mo what's the motivation here? Well, the the motivation, John, is we we want to get a franchise, and I think that the WNBA is in the. Uh, position of narrowing uh, uh, the choices and you know the fact is and you and I have touched on it I mean women's sports has become a major strength for our state you know whether it's sellouts with the U of O and OSU the, the thorns um, the number of Oregonians you'll see every morning 
you know, out and about, and they'll be running and, and shooting hoops either at their basket or something in the in, in the neighborhood. Um, it's a big economic win for us. They have, you know, 20 more, you know, visits. Uh, Boda Center is a huge shot in the arm in the in the summer. I, I'd love to see a WNBA playoff. We'll, we'll start at the Sports Broad, Jenny's, and then we'll walk down to Moda. I like that. You're going to have uh, Scott Ruick, the Oregon State women's coach, and Kelly Graves, the Oregon women's uh, coach, and the Blazers will be involved with this as well. So it sounds like you know everybody's on board, and hopefully uh, this WNBA thing could happen because I think this would be, I think this would be a special market for that league. I, I do as well. I think the fact that. Um, we got the regional finals, the final four, you know, coming up uh, in Portland. I mean, I think people are appreciating that we are now the epicenter of women's sports. And that means a big boost to quality of life, a big win for our state at a time when we're looking for economic and, uh, and social wins, something that throws open the doors of, uh, of sports and inclusive kind of way. This is just a winner all, all around, and, you know, everybody's asking me to make a prediction, and I'm, I'm kind, of, kind of like Yogi Berra. I don't make predictions, especially <laughs> about the future, but I will tell you, I think we're on our way to making the winning shot here. You know, I didn't plan on asking you this, but wrapped up in that is potential ownership, like whoever ends up with the Blazers once uh, Paul Allen's estate is settled. Uh, likely ends up as part of the WNBA equation. It just would be really nice to see those teams anchored here. I know you're on record. You want the Blazers here. I want the Blazers in, in the state of Oregon, I, and I think the NBA probably does as well. Have you heard anything on that front? I, uh, I talked to Ab Silver frequently about this, John. I think I told you that the reason I know Adam so well is he was a young intern for former Congressman Lessa Coyne when I was a young congressman. And, you know, we always like to have a laugh or two. One of the last times I talked to Adam, he called me up and he said he was very offended. He said, Ron, I'm very offended. Said, oh, my God, I've known Adam for years. He goes, one of the papers said that I was just a legislative intern for Lessa. You know I got moved up. I got a promotion to like front desk or a more senior, you know, position. Make sure my resume says that. So, um, I talked to Adam a lot about this, and you know, obviously, I'm pretty familiar with some of the people that uh, are looking at purchasing both the WNBA uh, club when it becomes available, and I do think it will be. And um, uh, the question of what will happen to the Blazers, and what I will tell you. I think I've touched on it before. On my watch, as long as I'm the state senior senator, and I'll use every ounce of my political capital, we are not going to sit around and see our team take off like we saw with the Sonics and uh, Washington State. U.S. Senator Ron Wyden, our guest. Uh, again, that roundtable discussion with the WNBA commissioner, both major college uh, coaches here in the state of Oregon on Monday in Portland. Uh, I want to shift to name, image, likeness. Uh, college athletics is, you know, some of this is really good for athletes. They've got the transfer portal. They have the ability to earn money on their endorsement. But I've heard college coaches talk about the need for 
legislative intervention, uh, get Congress involved. Is is this something you'd love to see or like to see or welcome on the plates of lawmakers well, nationally? First of all, I want everybody to know at home, you know, what I'm focused on is things like middle-income housing tax credits because we got teachers and nurses and firefighters that can't have a, a place in the homeless and holding down prescription drug costs for, for senior citizens. So I got my hands full. I will tell you, I too am hearing people say it's time to take a look at uh, NIL. And I think, frankly, the best quote I've seen on this, and that is, I guess, um, Representative Sabrina. Sabrina was asked about it, and she said, well, I'm trying to sort it out and what it all means. And said, as far as I was concerned, when I was playing, I really would just like some extra money so I could go to Chipotle yeah. on some night when the training table you know, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't open. So Sabrina kind of summed it up. And I think, yeah, I think uh, at some point people ought to step back and, and take a look at, the, at, this, uh, at this issue. I, I, want, I want people to, to know if, if we can make sure that we can deal with this housing challenge and the homeless and holding down you know, medical costs and getting a WNBA franchise and keep, keeping the Blazers, that'll be a pretty good year. Yeah, let's go back like a little bit before I cut you loose here. Your playing career, basketball, all of that. Like uh, you know, uh, you remember what sort of the spirit of high school sports and college sports was when you were growing up. It's changed so much. It's changed. It's changed a lot, and I, I don't want to, you know, in effect suggest I was, you know, a bigger deal than sometimes people say. I don't know if I had mentioned to you, but I put up on the wall one bit of basketball lore, and that was my scholarship offer from Gonzaga. As you know, I went to Cal Santa Barbara on a ride, but I got the scholarship offer from Gonzaga. I put it up on the wall, and everybody wants to know why is it there, and I said, I just want people to know from a history standpoint that a Jewish kid could play with the Jesuits. (laughs) Rod Wyden, Senator Rod Wyden with us. Not bad. You see Santa Barbara wasn't bad. I mean, you had the beach, you had basketball, you had school. I, I got, you know? I, I, got a lot, I got a lot of splinters in those days <laughs> with, uh, with bench time. Well, well uh, did you know at that time that you, this was the path you'd take, that you'd end up as a lawmaker? No idea. And what happened was when my NBA dream was shattered, I got involved working as a volunteer with, uh, with Wayne Morris and... Uh, he had me driving him around, and all these senior citizens came up to him and said, Wayne, what happens when I lose my Medicare or Social Security? He'd say, Ron here is going to look it up for you. And I'd look, and I'd go, me? I'm 23 years old. What do I know about Social Security and Medicare? And he said, young man, this is an important field. You should be involved. I love that. Hey, you know, and, and I'm sure that uh, you know college athletes appreciate having people like you in the position you're in because – if it does come to uh, NIL time, you have an understanding that maybe not everybody does. I, I appreciate your time, appreciate what you do uh, for the state of Oregon and and in supporting athletics in particular. So thank you. Let's do it again, John. Take care. You too. Appreciate right. the show. Bye. I do think it's going to take congressional intervention because you've seen state laws get passed and you've seen the NCAA lose its teeth, right, in this cycle in the last decade. NCAA has become toothless, powerless. Uh, I know they've hired CIA agents and FBI agents, and you know they'll they'll do their investigations, but they don't have the kind of oversight that's necessary to get this thing back on the rails. They can do a little, but not a lot. So it may take some federal intervention.
maybe, maybe the athletes need to become employees. And, and maybe that's the path. I don't know. I'm leaving it to smarter people than I. I'm broadcasting today from Spirit Mountain. If you're in the neighborhood, stop by. Give us a fist bump. We're in the sports book. We're talking all about what is going on uh, at, with the Super Bowl. And Dennis Dixon joining us in the 5 o'clock hour. Why don't you hear for it? Two-time Super Bowl champion, a guy who was the quarterback of the Oregon Ducks back in the day. They were on a path before Dennis Dixon got hurt. Dennis Dixon joining us in the 5 o'clock hour. Why don't you hear for all of it? Leave it here. The Big Splash coming up next. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.